the Stephen A. Hour number two here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire and ESPNNHradio.com. We'll get back into football talk with Super Bowl 51 just eight days away. Uh, but very quickly, I just want to talk about this Carmelo Anthony drama <clears throat> Excuse me, with uh, Phil Jackson in New York. Uh, thank God, by the way, the Celtics told the Knicks they are not interested in trading for Carmelo Anthony. I do not want him anywhere near Boston. I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. Get him the hell away from us. I don't want him here. And, Mark, you also have very strong feelings on uh, Carmelo Anthony in general as a basketball player. Is he player a mean what one? He can... How was that? Is he a mean one? He is. Is that Mr. Carmelo? He is. He's a mean one. I don't <laughs> want him around here. He'll destroy the, the, the that, chemistry There's a candy here. bar named after him, though, isn't there? Mellow? Carmelo. Oh. Hmm. Is there? Well, it'd be it's like caramello. Caramello. Oh, I was gonna say. <laughs> Depends on how. You, I mean, some people say caramel. Some people oh, say I, caramel. I, I, I caramel. I say caramel. You're a caramel guy. Carmelo. But I mean, you I'm know. a caramel. <laughs> but uh, Mark, I just want to defer to you in this yeah. because I know you you probably feel the strongest about this. The most, you know, uh, you're passionate. the most opinionated yep. and the most passionate about Carmelo Anthony and just how he is as a basketball player. We had a very animated discussion in the break about this, so just go ahead and give me your thoughts. Yeah, so I, I think the situation at hand is with Phil Jackson, he sometimes has trouble dealing with star power. Um, you look at the Michael Jordan, um, you know, Kobe Bryant and Shaq, um, you know, through a coaching standpoint or a team management standpoint, regardless of his role, um, I, I think he always has a, a fire in him to say, I'm better than you at, at everything. And that's that competitive nature and Carmelo feels like he's one of the best players in the game. So they butt heads. And, and when it comes down to, you know, the, the situation with the Celtics, he just wouldn't fit in regards to because he's, he is a ball hog. You know, he wants the ball in his hands. Isaiah Thomas is the same way, but Isaiah Thomas is producing at a high level right now. So I would not want Carmelo in this offense. But from a team standpoint, I, I think you guys overlook what type of player and teammate Carmelo can be. Okay, everybody talks about how he's a punk and stuff like that. There's really never anything that comes out to say he's a punk. He always plays every single game for the New York Knicks, regardless of the situation. Yes, he shoots a lot of shots, but that's because they don't have much talent. When he plays for Team USA, when he's on the court, he's arguably one of the best oh, players and because he's surrounded by talent. Well, Look at LeBron. When he was on the Nuggets, he brought them to the playoffs year and year. Yeah, yeah. and it was a one and done pretty much every year in the first round. Yes, yeah, but, but no star can do it on their own. Exactly. Look that, at Le- Look at Le- uh, LeBron. Look at Michael Jordan. Look at Penny Hardaway. Okay. Look at Kobe Bryant. You have to have a supporting cast around you to become better. So when people say that Carmelo's a ball hog, he has to be. Okay, okay. Because now. there's no talent around. Okay, Mark. Porzingis has been increasing his level at, you know, from a basketball standpoint because Carmelo's actually sharing the rock to Kristaps. Okay, Mark, and, let me just and, say that. And, and Derek Rose. And yeah, Derek let me Rose. just say now, like, okay, this year they formed somewhat, I wouldn't even call it a super team because Derek Rose, is no be. long, Derek Rose is no longer the player that he was two, three years ago. But he is still a pretty good player. He got Derek Rose. He got Joakim Noah, who... Pretty much sucks this year, yeah. but at one point was a injury. very dominant center. He's an injury waiting right? to happen. And he has Kristaps Przingis, who is one of the young up-and-coming stars. So he's got a little bit of talent little around bits, him. A little bit. Probably the same talent but that the he has with the Denver okay, Nuggets. No, no, but, the, no, but the thing is, we're not talking about Carmelo Anthony's... Uh, necessarily his talent on the on the basketball court and his ability to win I'm talking about I don't want him period because of his attitude that's I mean yeah, I, but look, what, if you give him talent yeah you'll probably win but I, I don't want to bring that kind of poison pill mentality into into the garden to play with Isaiah Thomas Jay Crowder and you know Marcus Smart these team first type guys Ashish, I don't want that what is poison about this guy there's a reason why it's just it's an attitude the it's, New York it's, it's sort of an attitude and sort of this stigma that he's been carrying his entire career it, that he can't play with anyone. I mean, when Jeremy Lin took off in New York, he didn't handle his uh, Lin sanity well. He didn't like that. No, he he didn't because he wants to be the guy. He wants to be the star. That would never Jeremy happen in Boston. Lin, yeah, but hold on, Jeremy Lin is not a superstar. Oh, I know he's Let's not a superstar. He's very far from that. But at the time, at the time, 
We thought that he could have been. Yeah, but look at LeBron. He's, uh, you know, uh, surrounded by Kevin Love, Kyrie Irving. He was surrounded by Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. LeBron James wouldn't be LeBron James without those guys, okay? Let's just get okay, that well, straight. Okay, but LeBron, because James, what did he LeBron do? James still made finals runs. And you know, remember in his in 2007 against the Spurs, who did he have when he was with the Cavs and he took them to the finals? He, he had a Galskis, Mo Il- Williams. Zadrunas Elgowskis. Mo Williams came later, by the way. But Zadrunas Elgowskis? It's one year. It's one year. Are you kidding me? That's that's the guy. Did he win the championship? No, he lost to the Spurs. But you're gonna use. I mean, like he he didn't he didn't have anyone. That's my point. LeBron did not have anyone and still got to the NBA Finals with the Cleveland Cavaliers against the Spurs in, uh, what was that, the 6 07 season? One year. And they got their asses handed to them. But the point is, you can't make the same uh, you know, uh, comparison here between Carmelo Anthony and LeBron James. LeBron, until he got to Miami, had nothing. Mo Williams, come on. Booby Gibson, Zadrunas Elgowskis, Anderson and Berger. what did Carmelo have before Yeah, but LeBron went to- was making runs in the Eastern Conference Finals year after year after year, and then he finally got over the top when he got to Miami. Well, and LeBron's definitely the best player in the NBA today, oh, so you could, you could definitely see why LeBron on his own would be able to take a team to a championship, where Carmelo is not as talented as LeBron James. He cannot take his team to a championship by himself. I think that when you are looking at the two of them, though, it's two different kind of alpha dogs, is it not? Uh, Carmelo Anthony strikes me as the kind of alpha dog that no matter where he goes, he wants to be the guy. Even if it's a team where you'll have a couple of all-stars, don't, doesn't he strike you as the kind of guy that wants to be the guy in the locker room? No doubt. Uh, I mean, in the locker room, I don't know because I, I don't see it, but... I don't well, on the court, then he's a ball stopper, uh, and, and I mean, no, that's not true. I'm telling you, team. Do you guys watch Team USA? Team USA oh, has on, all the best players on the planet. You can't use so. Team USA. Well, well, Mark, well, Mark, Mark, I was just telling you. Look at Golden State. Look, so ready? look at Mark. Miami. It's easy to do it for Thoughts. two weeks. It's easy to do it for two weeks. Okay, over the course of an 82 game season, it's a completely different thing. Well, and not to mention the fact that you've got a whole bunch of other alpha dogs on Team USA that are gonna make it known that he can't be the alpha dog. Okay, so if you put him on a team with, say, Isaiah Thomas who right now is the best player on the Celtics, all of a sudden Carmelo Anthony comes into the locker room, knows he's the best player on the court, becomes the alpha dog, and he might just be a ball stopper. We don't know because we've never seen him play in a team-oriented atmosphere. Am I correct about that? It's always been all about Carmelo. In, 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 the, NBA, in the NBA, we haven't. So. In the NBA, we haven't. In, in like, If you want to talk about Team USA, we have, but I'm discounting that. Well, well, that's the mystery behind it is because he doesn't have talent around him to really show and, and prove that. No, but the thing is, we are you. No, but the thing How is, much I, talent I do the Celtics have besides Isaiah? I'm not saying that he would fit with the Celtics. Uh, well, and there's also got to be something to the fact that the coaches and players that have been with Carmelo Clippers. throughout Clippers his career. George they, Carl. They don't all. George Carl is a can't like. No point intended, but he was yeah, a cancer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, he also had cancer, so that's why I didn't want to say no, he no, was a cancer. But, but yeah, I'm just yeah. saying that George Carl was a mean guy. He, he yeah. he's not a friendly guy. He's he's been surrounded by awful teachers throughout his entire career. Jim Beheim. Jim Beheim gets in trouble for you know uh, Mike D'Antoni. Stealing <laughs> Mike D'Antoni. Like you gotta look at the entire picture, guys. This guy's been flat out put on his face. Okay, yeah, but Mark, he is Mark, Mark your, coach, your coach isn't supposed to be your best friend. He's not supposed to be your buddy. He's supposed to be your coach. Uh, is no. Belichick a friendly guy? But I, I'm I'm saying from a basketball standpoint, George Carl is not a great coach. Mike Maybe D'Antoni is not a great coach. Okay, he's not surrounded by good good people. Well, to be fair, most of the best teams and most of the best players are not surrounded by good coaches because you don't need to be. LeBron right. James is a perfect example of a guy where everywhere he goes, well, the coaches, you get a coach that doesn't know what he's doing right, because you coaches, have yeah. LeBron James that's, that's as the head coach that's of the team. That's an excellent point, point Coaches aren't mean. They just suck. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. Just <laughs> piggybacking mean, off of Dave's mean point. or sucking, it, it, Th- it's whatever. Two different things. Talking about evaluating a coach as a head coach, we know for a fact that LeBron James had Eric Spoltra in Miami, who Ew. was a figurehead, a puppet, basically. David didn't Blatt have and to Tyron do anything. Lou. And David Blatt and Tyron Lue now. And Mike Brown before that. Well, and so, so that kind of speaks to you need superstars right. on a team where the head coach isn't going to quell whatever the superstar wants to do. Well, the superstar gets to do whatever he wants. And I'm sorry, but Brad Stevens is not that kind of head coach. Or at least he hasn't proven to be because we can't get a freaking superstar to come here. We don't know how he's going to handle and the, the superstar. One, one but one we sort of had was Rondo because he was a hothead. He was not a superstar either. But uh, So I don't think that the best superstar to bring in here, the first superstar for Brad Stevens to have to coach. Carmella. 
I don't think that that's the guy you want to bring in here first. Absolutely, a- in not. order to give Brad Steven a, Stevens a taste of superstars in not, this league. Go get Demarcus that, Cousins. That's, that's you not, can't. That's not what I'm saying, guys. You can't now. I don't think that Carmelo would. He signed fit. an extension for two hundred seven million dollars. <laughs> Brian, yeah, I don't think around. I don't think Carmelo would fit with this oh, team. Oh, I don't either. The Celtics. I, I'm talking about I'm just, okay. So just, why though? I'm just it's because Isaiah Thomas likes the ball in his hands. He's right. the playmaker. If Carmelo comes in, he's going to be want to be the guy too. Right. But but the problem, yeah. But you have Isaiah Thomas, who is a, a ball hog. Okay. Sure. He, he is. Well, okay, so you could almost make the argument that it's similar for Isaiah, though, in his situation to Carmelo's situation. He has to be a ball hog because no one else can hit shots. Right. So, so my point is he doesn't fit in the system because there's not enough talent around you know, Carmelo to be that kind of guy with Team USA. If you went to the Clippers, mm-hmm. this, this is a, a thing that kind of catches my eye because the Knicks and Clippers are seeking a third team to have the trade go through. And when it comes down to it, if they get if the Clippers get Carmelo and he's surrounded by Chris Paul, Blake Griffin, DeAndre Jordan, and possibly a JJ Redick or whoever whoever's there, Jamal Crawford, I think that the Clippers could honestly make a run in the Western Conference Finals. And the reason why is Carmelo now knows his place. Okay, he has a great coach in Doc Rivers, right? He's surrounded by a great point guard in Chris Paul. He's surrounded by talent guys. Wait, you think Doc and Rivers is a good coach? Yeah, yeah, yeah especially especially coach. with veterans and and superstars. Yeah. He's one of those rare coaches that kind of can a championship contain the superstars in this league. So, so when when I think you kind of overrated. I mean, a lot of people do, but <laughs> drawing up plays, he, he's not the best. But when it comes down to handling veterans, handling veterans, I'll give him credit for. But everything but else. Well, I mean, that's what we're talking about here with Carmelo. Exactly, and that's part of the equation. So when you look at the Clippers, they're basically, what, Team USA, correct? Pretty much. Minus the the best players. So so my point is, I (laughs) think— A couple of the best players. Minus LeBron. Chris Chris Paul's on there, but yeah. It's the ideal ideal situation for Carmelo to prove people wrong, to say, I am a good teammate, and I'm here to win. Sure. Right? Instead of camping out in New York by yourself, putting up shots that just don't matter with Phil Jackson running the show when you guys butt heads anyway. So I'm looking at this as a great thing mm-hmm. if he goes to the Clippers well, because he's surrounded by talent. Here's, here's it also be on a team that looks like it's going into the playoffs. Well, sure, and, but- and in a location that's not unlike New York where superstars are – you know, praised highly. Yeah, L.A. Right. Or so, I mean, LA, LA, LA is a it's not like he's going from, yeah. like, Milwaukee to L.A. Yeah, he's going yeah. from New York to L.A. Yeah, it's, so it's you the know West he's Coast. not going to be uh, afraid of the bright lights. Right, yeah, and I'm also on the, yeah, West yeah, Co- on the West Coast, people don't give as much of a crap about basketball as they do they on the East Coast. They or don't sports give, in general. They like basketball They don't like LA. anything. Probably more than oh, any come sport. Come on, half the people in L.A. are transplants. They're all celebrities from elsewhere. They're just one of the games. in terms of fandom, I would say basketball has probably got a more dedicated Los Angeles fan base than any other sport. Yeah, Agreed. but dude, how much of those people are actually like deep-rooted Los well, Angeles? Oh, no, you had Kobe Bryant playing yeah. there with Shaquille O'Neal for years and years. Yeah, it's not- and they completely banned away. I mean, like, Jack Nicholson's the only celebrity no, that she, I, she, I can look at and say Magic he's a Johnson. diehard Lakers They fan. have a storied history, man. I, I wouldn't doubt. I, I'm not in L.A. enough to know, but I wouldn't doubt uh, she, that, I just, I that L.A. has some big-time basketball you know what? I just my, my thing is, look, I'm not I'm not disputing that the you know the history is there with the Lakers. I'm That's just saying usually that they, all have, it takes. They, have, they have other things going going on in LA. It's Hollywood. They've got other distractions, glitz and glam. In Boston and the East Coast, it's cold up here. Okay, we get angry. The one thing that we look forward to every day is whatever sports Ashish. team we got going on. Ashish, I, would agree. Angry, Hold on. <laughs> I would agree with you in regards to the Clippers. I would not agree with you in regards to the Lakers. And the reason why is because, That's like fair. Dave said, they have a historic background. That's Magic fair. Johnson is arguably one of the best of all time. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kobe Bryant, on and so forth. Shaquille O'Neal. Sh- sh- yeah, Shaq. I mean, but I-, I like Shaq in Orlando more than L.A. But, oh, well, obviously. But looking at the Golden State Warriors, right, this is another example. Golden State actually had a great fan base with Baron Davis and oh, the guys. Uh, did they back, they back in the like, oh, yeah. Steven Jackson? Go, go, look, go look at the arena. It's back, back in 04. In I, I, no, honestly, I think in the Bay Area, team. a that lot was... of people, believe it or not, in the Bay Area in like 04, 05, a lot of people were actually Lakers fans because that's when like the Lakers were good. But that place How is many packed. People, a lot of people, if you ask Warriors fans today in the Bay Area, who, you know, who's Baron Davis? They'd be like, who? 
Who's Baron Davis? I don't know. I, 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 know, I disagree. Know Baron uh, Davis, Steven Jackson, like had, had a great run with that team. Yeah, I, I, but my my whole point is, let's just give LA credit because, especially from the Lakers standpoint, that they do have a passionate fan base, and you only need one person, Jack Nicholson. Who else can you name that has season tickets with the Lakers? I, I mean, I can, I can't. So I I, 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 th- <laughs> I think they do have a passionate fan base. I think New York is completely opposite. I think celebrities come in and watch the Knicks. Well, and right. it's more about the Yankees then. It's more about the Yankees. You know, every exactly. every look, it's everywhere else isn't like here, where you have four dedicated fan bases to four professional sports teams here in Boston. Not every other city is like spoiled. that. We're spoiled. Every other city, it's it's one above the other. And I mean, here it is. It's a dominant Patriots town, followed by the Red Sox, followed by the Bruins. And then probably the Celtics uh, at the bottom of the totem pole and revolution. in recent years. Yeah, and revolution, revs, 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 way revs. way down. But you see what I mean? Like you, you have a section of of fans in New England that get passionate about all four sports. Right. You know, at any given time, if any of these teams are any good, these fans are into it. Right. You know, it's not like the Knicks are gonna really draw a big crowd unless they're uh, they're doing well. Right. You know, it's all it's a it's about the Yankees in well, New Spike York. Lee it's becoming slightly more about the Rangers, you know, it. because they're a good team. But every city has their their own different sort of number one team. Right. Especially in the big markets where there's multiple sports franchises. I would say L.A. It's absolutely the Lakers. Yeah. So it's basketball. Yeah. Their sport out there is basketball. I believe that because it's not hockey. And because the football Kings sucks are right really now. Good. Uh, and it's going to suck even more because they're going to have two teams. Well, the know? Kings were good in the past, but they're not good anymore. Kings have won two Stanley Cups in the last five years. They're, yeah. they're great. They're a great franchise. <laughs> but, like, it, you know, it's it's hockey on the West Coast where it's 70 degrees. You don't have a lot of people growing up in California playing hockey. Right. Well, it's street hockey, but, yeah. Right. So, I mean, yeah. Or indoors. Stick glove shirt. Getting back Hello. to uh, it's called an for indoor Carmelo, arena. Though, I mean, I, I agree. There's a place where Carmelo can fit. It's not here. No. It's not here. And I think the Celtics did a good job of diagnosing that they don't need that player in this organization because it's not going to work here. And, Dave, it's not in New York either. It's in L.A. It hasn't worked in New York. So I think, yeah, the Clippers would be a good place for a guy like Carmelo. I'll just say before we go to break, I think it's funny that Carmelo Anthony wanted to go to Cleveland and LeBron was like, no. Like, he literally was like, no, we don't need well, you. That he was the other thing he I was just going to mention. way better than Kevin Love standing uh, in the also, corner. Also, he plays the same position as LeBron. You know, we but, might not hear these just crazy stories about Kevin Carmelo. Right? Oh. We, we, we might not hear all of these stories in the media uh, being leaked about Carmelo. But throughout his career, we've heard the, the rumblings that he has a reputation as a poison pill. Mm-hmm. That comes from somewhere. That comes from players and coaches that maybe don't want to play with them or coach him. LeBron didn't even want him on his team. Surrounded by talent. Surrounded by yeah, talent. You know Dave, why he didn't he want him? Win. Because they can win a championship without him, and he doesn't want Carmelo just you, hitching You're his telling wagon. me that with that talent that Carmelo Anthony has, that that, that, that wouldn't make them a better team talent-wise? I, I think he'd bring them down. Because of the attitude and the style and of play. Style play. He plays ISO. Get out of my way. Give me the ball. Get out of my damn way. Well, if well, his teammates had any confidence in him to do what's necessary to win a championship, LeBron would have welcomed him. Yeah, and it, he didn't. Well, if he plays it, defense, then maybe LeBron would be more welcoming. Well, uh, but one Ashish, more, you're one, forgetting one, one piece to this. The, the trade would have been Kevin Love for Carmelo, and that, that's not happening. And, and also, no. let's not pretend that LeBron's not in charge of who comes to Cleveland, because he, he is. The owner is not in charge. If LeBron says, LeBron's the GM. I want that guy on my team. Let's go get him. Kyle Cole We're going to go get him. That's what happens when you're LeBron James. You recruit people. LeBron James has done it before. Yep. He did it down in Miami. Mm-hmm. Recruited that uh, that big three, essentially, all on his own. Well, they, but he doesn't well, want actually, Carmelo. They, they, got, they got there before LeBron, though, in Miami. I think, yeah. I think yeah. Bosch and Wade uh, both signed deals before LeBron. Yeah, they recruited him. Yeah. Because right. then well, LeBron then decided Wade, I'm going to Miami. Wade was already there first. No, but he was a free agent. He I know, re-upped. but it was still right, right. And then and then he had to sit down with Jim Gray, and he's like, I'm going to. Well, Miami. one way or the other, we know that if LeBron wants a guy, he will advocate for that person to come to that team. He will tweet out something that says, "Hey, uh, you know, Carmelo." Can't wait to have you playing here in Cleveland. That'd be nice, huh? Yeah. Uh, America, remember that team? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> team USA, That was baby. awesome. Team USA. Let's, let's do it again. M- let's make Cleveland great again. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Cleveland ex- will never be great. But he didn't do that. <laughs> yeah, perfect. He said, I don't want him. Perfect, perfect <laughs> example, Kyle Korver. He, uh, LeBron wanted Kyle Korver for shooting purposes 
What did the Cavs do? They went out and got Kyle Korver. Exactly, and that's the thing. You go out and get guys that can help your team. LeBron and Carmelo will ha- do the same thing. They both handle the ball. It would never work. All right, we're way over. we got to take a break here. When we come back, we're going to play a little game that Dave came up with. It relates to Super Bowl 51. Well, we already played what the game. We think, well, we're going to kind we're of gonna, go through we're it gonna again. We're going to give some, kind of some scientific results. And, yeah, I have no idea what this entails other than, you know, you kind of took our <laughs> grades of how It's not we're really scientific. I don't know. It's, it's not really math. scientific. Scientific. It's, it's more scientific. I don't know how to. Yeah, I don't know how to explain it. Dave will so explain it's like it when the we come updatest. back. It's like no, the updatest. Uh, I'm not the updatest. <laughs> Updater. I won't buy the updater. Sounds weird uh, too. Yeah. No. What? Okay. I, like I can guarantee you whatever the hell happens in the next segment is going to be worth listening to. So come back for that. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire. Jalen Rose for Cricket Wireless here. We read through all of your texts, tweets, and emails asking for another chance to enter to win the Cricket Wireless and ESPN Bucket List sweepstakes. We heard you loud and clear. By popular demand, the Bucket List is back. Visit cricketsweepstakes.com slash ESPN Bucket List 17 or go to your local Cricket store to enter. No purchase necessary. U.S. residents age a majority and older. Ends February 5th, 2017. Voided prohibited. See cricketwirelessrules.com slash ESPN Bucket List for official rules. Geico presents Unanswerable Questions. Why are yawns contagious? What makes some ketchup fancy? Or the big one? Why doesn't everyone switch to Geico when they could save 15% or more on car insurance? However, you could be a part of the answer by switching to Geico and saving hundreds for yourself. Money you could use to purchase bottle after bottle of the fanciest of ketchups. Geico, the answer to savings. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more believe anniversaries should be a time of celebration, not obligation. That's why we think annual fees are ridiculous. And now just for giving us a try, we're going to give new card members a one-year anniversary gift they'll never forget. At the end of your first year, we'll match all the cash back you've earned dollar for dollar. No caps and no catches, because we know if you try us, you'll like us. And that's worth every penny. Try it and believe it at discover.com slash match. Cash back match offer only for new card members. Limitations apply. This Valentine's Day, show that special someone that you truly care for them by caring for yourself at Sport Clips. A great haircut with the MVP experience every time. Hot steamed towel, massaging shampoo, and sweet, sweet sports on TV. Well played, sir. Visit sportclips.com and enter for a chance to win a $2,000 Valentine prize package. They'll want almost as much as you. No purchase necessary. Ends February 8th. Must be 18 or older. Subject to official rules at sportclips.com. Void where prohibited. About 70% of U.S. adults age 65 or older have high blood pressure, and only about half have it under control. Blood pressure medicine can protect the heart, brain, and kidneys, but many people aren't taking it as directed. This means they may skip doses or stop taking it altogether. To help patients, healthcare systems can involve the entire healthcare team to ensure patients are taking medicine as directed. Simplify blood pressure treatment by prescribing 90-day refills and combination medicines. Coordinate pill refills and prescribe generic medicines, encourage the use of home blood pressure monitors, and address financial barriers such as high copays and deductibles. Patients, follow your healthcare team's instructions on how much medicine to take, how often, and how long to take it. Ask questions about how to correctly take your medicines and why you need them. Use weekly pill boxes or a reminder system to keep track of when to take medicine. To learn more, visit cdc.gov slash vital signs. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Patriots are going to their NFL record ninth Super Bowl in franchise history on the early injury report released yesterday are Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan, Malcolm Mitchell, Martellus Bennett, and Dante Hightower, all listed as questionable among eight other Patriots. For next Sunday's game for the Falcons, Julio Jones was limited in practice Friday and Alex Mack did not participate. The Celtics beat the Orlando Magic last night, 128-98. Isaiah Thomas dropped a game-high 21. Jalen Brown chipped in 20. Jay Crowder racked up 19 points and hit 5 of 7 from behind the arc. The Green are right back at it tonight. They travel to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. Serena Williams defeated her sister Venus Williams in straight sets 6-4-6-4 at the Australian Open this morning. With the win, she claims her record-setting 23rd Grand Slam. And the Bruins are off for the NHL All-Star break. Tuka Rask and Brad Marchand, both first-time All-Stars, are are in L.A. for the festivities. 
The skills competition is tonight at 7. The three-on-three -three games will begin tomorrow at 3.30. This Sports Center update is brought to you by New Hampshire Orthopedic Center. We keep bodies in motion. Visit, visit NHOC.com. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. All right, I did my best to explain what we're going to be doing here, and I have no idea why we're playing the Austin Powers music. There's no real reason. I just like it. <laughs> so, Dave, uh, explain to the audience what we're doing here. It relates to Super Bowl 51 yeah. and predictions. It's a little uh, pseudo-psychological scientific prediction theory here that I made up. That's a mouthful. I mean, it's ridiculous, honestly. This is, uh, no, I came up with a scientific formula because predictions are bogus, all right? And usually you're not using your entire gut instinct. What's your really. professor name? Uh, Dr. Dr. Paul. Dr. Glutes. Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> Dr. Glutes? Dr. Glutes. I studied at uh, Glute University. You nice. do a lot of squats? Yes. Uh, all about those <laughs> so asses. So you're speaking right? out of your ass cheeks? Generally, but I have a PhD. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, what I say goes, this is real science right here. So, I, I mean, there, there's really no way to argue against any of what I'm about to tell you okay. right now. So okay. we came up with a legitimate scientific formula. Yes! Scientific formula for how to predict the outcome of this game. Now, your predictions are different from the outcome of this, basically. <laughs> okay? Mm. That's what we discovered. Okay. So, so what went into this, essentially, was I took every possible position every possible player, and I had you guys rate them on a scale of one to five. Okay, and then I had you go I, ahead and... Including Adam Quinn. Including a <laughs> guy named yeah. Adam, Dan Adam Quinn. Dan Quinn. Oh, sorry. I sent Dan a, Quinn. I sent an email <laughs> with every single freaking player on both organizations. And you got him right. With a, with a, uh, a quadratic <laughs> formula that was going to be able to equate what the final score of the game would be. And all these guys can focus on is that I called the Atlanta head coach Adam Quinn instead of Dan Quinn. I'm so freaking sorry, guys. It's better than Dan Gase. I, I looked at the email. I was like, who the Adam hell is Adam Quinn? Bastards of it. Oh, my God, you guys. Put a lot of work into this. I know, I know you did. I was just fooling around. <laughs> All right. So, anyway, you rated each position, each player, yeah. and then I had you give weight based on the vitality of that position and player and their impact that they could have in the game. I gave 10 pounds. That is, is generally, <laughs> as an audience, what you need to know. You don't need to know the math that went into this because I, it's I a will bunch say, I will say that I, I, I saw, I saw the, the formula that you came up with, Dave, and it is more convoluted and, and weird um, than the formula for passer rating. I don't know if you guys have ever seen the passer rating formula, but it's just the longest convoluted formula I've ever seen in my life until I saw yours. Albert Einstein, too. Yeah, totally, but I already told you. I, I have a PhD in this uh, sports pseudo-psychological prediction science. Yep. And it's legit. It is. We know it's it. It's science. <laughs> <laughs> totally science. It it's is science. It's scientific. It's scientific. Yes, science! <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, all, it, all science makes sense, too. They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, actually, if it you does. think about it. It's scientific. This is alternative science. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, thank that you for bed thank came you. the bed really came hot right again. Back in. <laughs> All right, so uh, and now knowing the formula, okay? Well, essentially knowing what went into the formula, I just wanted to sort of give you guys uh, your actual gut predictions based on alternative facts. Well, no, and then and then weigh it against your scientifically proven predictions. Oh, okay. Okay, so we're diving a little bit more into the minds of you guys here and discovering that your predictions. I feel like this is too personal. For this some is like of a you, therapy session. For some, it, it's pseudo psychological uh, prediction science. Of I asked course him it's last personal. night. I asked him last night if he's going to look through my soul. And he said no. I said you'll be all right. Oh, Mark. Okay. All right. Don't worry about it. Ooh. <laughs> but so okay. Dolphins fans don't. Your have gut souls. predictions going up against <laughs> your scientific predictions. Okay. Uh, some were close. Some varied. Okay, and I'm gonna analyze why there was a variance in this. 
And I'm telling you, you're going to come out the other end thinking differently about this game. Dr. Glutes, I'm getting really scared right now. Dr. Glute. Dr. Glutes, like ass. Just glute. Okay. Yes. But you went to Glutes University. Yes. Okay. Glute University. The Gladiators were the mascot. The Gluteus Maximus. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And that is the name of the mascot. Cool. Gluteus Maximus. Nice. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Results. So. Ashish. I'll do you first, okay? You hate Atlanta. Your gut prediction. <laughs> that sounds dirty. Your gut prediction for the final score of the Patriots Atlanta Super Bowl is Patriots win 34 to 31. However, going through position by position and weighing uh, the vitality of each uh, position, you came out with a final score in the Super Bowl scientifically of Patriots 36, Atlanta 20. Wow. So you have the Patriots actually running away with it. And let me analyze for you, okay? You hate the dirty birds. I really don't like the Falcons. Now, of, <laughs> of all of the various positions, and again, we went through wide receivers, quarterback, uh, running backs, tight ends, cornerbacks, safeties, D, uh, DTs, all that, linebackers. Everything Offensive was included. Yep. Ashish gave zero advantages to the Falcons. <laughs> zero. 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 Well, can I explain they do, why? They do not they have, have an advantage. Better running backs. They do not have an advantage in any statistical category. They have better wide receivers and better nope, running backs. No, no, no. Nope. Offense, nope. I, I uh, according to Ashish, a wash. What? Offense is a wash. The, no, offense, the offense was a wash, as well as the individual positions of running back and wide. Well, who would you rather can have, Malcolm Mitchell or Taylor Gabriel? Can I explain myself? Can I explain myself? I think you're silly. Julian Edelman or Julio Jones? Here's the thing. You obviously have more talent. On uh, on the Falcons' offense with Julio Jones, yeah. but I think you have more depth with the Patriots. Does that make sense to everyone? No, In the wide receiving core. No, I think so. No, think you're no. Julio Jones, Michael you're a moron. Julio Jones, Taylor Gabriel, and Mohamed Sanu. You have on the Patriots Julian Edelman, yes, Chris Hogan, who's a, Danny a, Amendola, Martellus Bennett, Malcolm. Martellus Mo- Bennett is not a tight end. He's not a wide receiver. Receiver. He's part of the receiving core. Receiver tight end. No, he's not. If you take if you take everything into account, including the receiving backs that the Patriots have in Deion Lewis and James White and a good Laguerre, those aren't included. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. No, no, no. I'm not even talking about the wide receivers anymore. Those do get weighted. I'm talking about the overall offense. We're talking about the overall offense. Yes. I think you can make an argument that the Patriots' balance offensively matches up perfectly with the talent. That Atlanta has well, and this is why we went further with the formula right. and and broke it down into positions as well. Because sure, you can get so it was a scale of one to five, and Ashish rated the Patriots and Atlanta offenses the five, same. two high powered offenses, two okay? very high powered. But offenses. then you also went ahead and you rated uh, the wide receivers and the running backs uh, equally. Okay, for both. Okay, okay, here's what I'll say: Devontae Freeman is a beast, a thousand yard rusher. Tevin Coleman, I'm not like he's he's a, he's a James nasty. White. He's no, a James he's, White. Deion Lewis, so much better than both of those Come guys. Come on, I, I, Tevin Coleman's overrated. Point being, all right, of the twelve categories here that were listed for you guys to rate, Ashish gave zero advantages to the Falcons. There were six washes and six advantages mm-hmm. to the Patriots. It's gonna be a blowout. So that. Ashish, I don't understand how you have this being a close game. Your gut prediction is 34-31, and yet no advantages for the Falcons. Right. All advantages for the Patriots, right. unless it's a wash. Right. Dr. Glute, check so, the temperature, please. Statistically <laughs> and scientifically, no, 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 score, you know, according okay. to your no, psychological no, prediction, I think it's going to be 36-20. No, I think it's going to be like 34-20 in the fourth quarter. The Patriots are running away with it, and then the Falcons just somehow... You're crazy. Like, yeah, well, Matt Ryan okay. bombs it to Julio Jones so for a long touchdown. Come out 34-27. So, so they kick wait, a field wait, wait, goal. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. We are so just saying... So you're Ashish's saying, brain right now. So you're saying that Julio Jones is better than Julian Edelman. Dirty birds. <laughs> yeah, of course he is. The, why'd you make them the same? You equalize The units. It. He's the units. the same. No, the, the units unit, The entire unit. Close. No, I'm not saying Julian Edelman is a, as talented okay, as, Julio, hold on. as Julio Jones. Who's better, Julio Jones, Julian Edelman? Julio Jones any day of the week. So Muhammad Sanu or... Uh, Whoever, who's the second wide receiver? Taylor Gabriel. Or, or, or no, uh, Chris Hogan. Chris Hogan. Uh, that's probably a wash. No, it is not. Mohamed Sanu is so much better than Chris Hogan. I would say so, too. But, I mean, Chris Hogan, uh, who, one good game. Chris Hogan is elevated a little yeah, bit. Yeah, Chris Hogan recently. Taylor Gabriel. Or Danny Amendola. Or Danny Amendola. I take Taylor Gabriel there. See, the depth, you, so you gave Atlanta it. all the advantages in that, but you did not. Like you didn't do I, this. No, I'm not, but I'm in taking into account depth. I'm taking into account depth. It's not just in, about talent. In conclusion, in conclusion, after further analysis and scientific uh, prediction theory, Ashish, Ashish is crazy. you actually, despite 
your gut telling you it will be a close 34 to 31 game, you actually deep down inside believe the Patriots are going to blow out the Falcons. Interesting. And well, we'll who running backs? Garrett Butler, Devontae. <laughs> okay, Bruce. we're done analyzing me. Analyze right, so Brian now. Well, well, we're going to move on. We got two universes, <laughs> so it's his brain and then it's his gut. Just uh, the right. two don't align. Yeah, that, exactly. Let's, let's see Brian's. The let's point see if being, yours the aligns. point being, when you, when you break it down further than just a gut prediction, you, you might yeah. find out a thing or two about yourself yeah. and what you think. Yeah, you should be more honest. We can move should. on to Brian because Marks is like a bombshell. Ashish, <laughs> 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 you should be more honest with yourself. Uh, Brian <laughs> actually came very close. Came very close. So your brain and your gut not far from each true, other. True to your words. See, you're, I you're actually analyze the Falcons and realize they and have some mind, good weapons. Okay, so uh, so essentially here, after going through the rigmarole of uh, the formula and whatnot, Ooh, Brian, nice word, Brian, snafu. His Sounds gut like instinct t- <laughs> tells him that the Patriots will beat the Falcons thirty-one to twenty-four. After putting science to that. He has the Patriots beating Atlanta 30-20. to 20. So not terribly far off. Nice job, Brian. Not terribly far off. Analysis? I like the way your stomach well, and your brain works. I think Brian respects the Atlanta offense, and he can't say the same for, his, for the defense. No, I can't respect that. Especially either. their secondary. Yes. Would that, would that seem correct to you? Yeah, they don't have a true shutdown corner, so I kind of back off. Of and is secondary. that not the dominant matchup for you in this game? Yes. Where the Patriots can take advantage of the Falcons' secondary. That's exactly what. Tom Brady will have time thanks to a sturdy offensive line. Does that sound about right? That sounds about right. Right. And uh, we'll pick the Falcons' defense apart because of that. That is correct. And thus, the separation in points there. uh, They're going to beat the spread. 31 to 24 scientifically. Or, sorry, 31 to 24, your gut. 30 to 20, your scientific final score of the game. Well done. Very very close. close. Very yeah, close. So he's very. He's, so, he's so proud of himself. Which is why I was actually sitting there. able to assess how you felt <laughs> right. about the various aspects of this game. Whereas Sheesh, I don't understand you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I, don't I probably understand. have to redo it. <laughs> you really, your your gut instinct should tell you the Patriots are going to blow out the Falcons. Well, if on, mine was based if, on if Mark's science. is a bombshell, then I kind of want to hear his. Well, mine's like, a bombshell to, for a reason. Well, though. once again, it is all based on yeah. science. Yeah, and so we must listen. To the scientific theory. Yeah, alternative facts. <laughs> now, Marx is interesting. Marx is very interesting. Yeah. And we know, and I wanted to add this, we know that Mark is the only one in this room that is not a Patriots fan. We know this. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Wait, you're not? No. My Dolphins actually made the playoffs. <laughs> we forgot to talk about that. Oh, right? they got ripped to yeah, shreds. You really want right. to go, really <laughs> go there, Mark? You really want to go there? Bud, Bud Dupree that, is a punk. <laughs> Despite that, Mark Mark's gut instinct tells him the Patriots are going to win this game, thirty-one to twenty-seven. Yeah, but I have game. a feeling if we dig deeper into Mark's soul, <laughs> he doesn't think the Patriots really are going to win this one. Bring it on, or at least he's not very confident. Let's see what we're made of. Mark, your scientific final score of this game, based on once again pseudo psychological <laughs> prediction science, alternate facts, is Atlanta thirty-eight, Patriots thirty-five. Wow. Close game. Atlanta winning by a field goal. Now, Mark, mm-hmm. you clearly give more respect to the Falcons than anyone else in this room. Yeah. And you even give more respect to their defense than anyone else in this room. Yeah. I like their front seven a lot. Their front seven's pretty good. Yeah. You also understand, though, it's likely to be a shootout and a tight game. Yep. Yeah. You clearly like both offenses here. I do. Yeah. I do. But you don't rate either defense very highly. No. You don't like it. J- just the front seven. You don't I like, like the defense in this game. I hate the secondaries for both. I like the front seven for uh, for both teams. You know what made the difference in your formula, believe it or not? What was the difference? Kickers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Hey, wait. The, the, hey, do you think Matt Bryant Brian is than Gostkowski? Listen, he rated Matt Bryant a five and Steven Goskowski a four. Well, Bryant was a pro bowler this well, well, year. Gostkowski was talk- well, Hold on. We're talking about impact, okay? We're right. talking he about also, impact on a game, He right? weighted kickers. As more important than either of you did. I hmm. what what did he say? He said two. I said I one. He weighted, he weighted the kickers out no, of two. I said one. Two. No, yeah. I think you said one. I have it right here. If you want me to double check, oh, it for I might yeah, say two. Check the facts. I mean, it, it wouldn't have made a difference uh, too much in your final outcome, but no. You know, it is what it is. Let re, me just re, uh, redo the math and let me know. Go ahead, vamp real quick. Do, do you want to hear my reason? You want to hear my reason? Give me your reason. Go ahead. Because Adam Vinatieri won. The uh, the Super Bowl for the Patriots when they played against the Carolina Panthers, right? And you look and, the, and the Rams and the Rams, and you, and you look back on it in the history of Super Bowl. Yes, there's been blowouts, but there's been close games too. And 
kickers have to make extra points now right. from what the the twenty five yard line. So they're so dealing 35. with a 30, 35 yarder. So when you look at it going into this this year's Super Bowl, I I would put more I weight. Put two. I would put well, you didn't. Can, yeah. can you redo it for two? I mean, no, I'm no. not gonna put that all back. It's, I have to redo the whole freaking thing for you if I do that. I have to do math hey, again. D- Dave's yeah. giving me credit you, here, you right? Rated it a one. I meant to do two, but you didn't. All right, I meant to do two. Stick to your gut. The, the point of this that <laughs> the one thing that we learned is that Brian's the only one that can go with his gut feeling and have it line up with what you actually think in well, your head. And I also don't think that Mark is wrong. That Matt Bryant might just be a better kicker than. Goskowski. I do. Well, he's over, also 41. Hold on. So if Adam Vinatieri were here against uh, Stephen Goskowski, how would you point. feel? That's a good point. I, but I he has a history. He has a history of being uh, clutch. Yeah, exactly. Ashish. Stephen Goskowski was atrocious from the start this year, right? But I he's mean, been better, though. You have to admit, he's been better. He yeah, missed, he missed a field goal, uh, what was it, last week or two weeks ago? But it comes down to consistency. And yes, he's yes, on a tier right he's now. He's also but, a clutch kicker. But Matt Bryan has been on a tier right now. And they call him Matty Ice now, too. It's not no, Matt they Ryan. They can't have two Matty Ices on the same team. It's Matty Ice now. Well, so look, and it's not yeah, always... Yeah, Matt Ryan has been mad. It's not always about... On fire, uh, flaming. Yeah. It's not always going to be about those clutch kicks in the final two minutes, either. So what I assessed for you, Mark, was essentially... You think that there's going to be very few drives where there are not going to be scores Yes. for either side. Yeah. You think that a lot of these drives are going to result in points on the board for both teams. And essentially, what, I came, what, it, what it boiled down to for you and your final score outcome was Matt Bryant might just make one more kick than Steven Goskowski in this game. Yep. Just one more. So I actually kind of make sense in a way. In a of way. Course. Your so. final outcome, different from your gut, but still, a football outcome, 38-35. to 35. If Atlanta's going to win, don't you think that's going to be the score? Yeah. Something Probably, like that? Yeah, they're going to yeah. have to outscore the Patriots. Yeah. That's M- all. My I'm I'm dumbfounded. Like that scientific That's crazy. Theory. Alternative facts. Well, that is Dave's pseudo-scientific. Pseudo-psychological scientific prediction theory. Scientific. Brian, scientific. We're, I like scientific. Brian, we're making up words over here. I know what you're saying. <laughs> and you can read it kind of makes the it like less formal. It makes published, it less formal. of course, by Sudafet? Glute University. <laughs> uh, by uh, Dr. Glute. By Dr. Dr. Glute, Glute PhD. Yeah. Now, do you own Glute University? No, I don't own it. He's I just dean. went there. He's oh. the dean. I made dean's list at Glute University. So there's times. it's just an irony between Glute University and your last name? <laughs> I don't understand the question now. <laughs> oh, I get you it. You asked me my doctor name. Yes. It's Dr. Glute. Yeah, is that your last name, though? No, his last name's Pollard. Could be. I don't know. Alternative facts say his, his name is David Pollard Glute. All right, all right. We got to go to break. We're way over. I have no idea. We can talk about this in the break. I still Pseudo, don't know the question. Pseudoscience, huh? Pseudoscience. Yeah, you guys not learned bad. a little bit about yourselves today. I know it. I I'm, can see it. I'm, You're all, I'm, I'm deep into our soul. You're all rattled to your <laughs> I'm, I'm the best I'm predictor of all time. That's what, that's all what right, 603-883-9900. This is the Sports Blast. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. 1250 ESPN New Hampshire. Manchester's local ESPN. Double stack as an option in the four for four for a limited time. With so much beef, that's a deal so good it should not exist. In related news, because their wings are too small for their bodies, bumblebees should not be able to fly. Here to comment, bees. Wait, we're not supposed to fly? Kind of like how a quarter pound of beef should not be in the four for four. Yet it is. That's over a quarter pound of fresh beef with four nuggets, fries, and a Coke, all for just $4. Any other bee puns? No, we're good, honey. At participating Wendy's for a limited time, meal includes four piece nuggets, small fries, and drink. Fresh beef available in the contiguous U.S., Alaska, and Canada. Not valid in Alaska and Hawaii. As an entrepreneur, you're always on the go. So turn your mobile phone into a business phone system with Grasshopper, the entrepreneur's phone system. Make and receive business calls using our iPhone and Android apps. Get a new business number or keep your current one. Forward your calls to any phone and even get your voicemails transcribed. Join over 250,000 small businesses who stay connected with Grasshopper. See how it works at grasshopper.com, the entrepreneur's phone system. The NS Peak Performance. Maximizing fuel economy, engine life, and overall engine performance doesn't take a lot thanks to fuel treatment and fluids from AutoZone. And right now, get a 5.25-ounce bottle of Lucas Fuel System Treatment for just $3.99. So visit your local AutoZone. With over 5,000 locations, the right supplies and good advice are just around the corner, so you can fix your car with confidence. Hoods up, America. Limited time only. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Hear that? That's your engine telling you something, to never settle. Because good enough has never been good enough. 
and your engine knows it. So give it Valvoline Full Synthetic, specially formulated with our highest quality base oils and premium additives for an unsurpassed level of protection. Choose Full Synthetic from Valvoline. 150 years under the hood. For DIY tips, hot rides, cool merch, and exclusive content, head over to TeamValvoline.com. Join for free today. Radio and television have been part of your daily life for as long as you can remember, so why not make a career out of it? Visit NHAB.org, the online home of the New Hampshire Association of Broadcasters, to learn more about over-the-air broadcasting. Interested in pursuing a career in radio or television? Whether it be on the air or behind the scenes, many Granite State stations are looking for motivated people just like you. Visit our online job bank at NHAB.org to view current job openings and even post your resume for or potential employers. You can also access a list of upcoming job fairs in New Hampshire as well as NHAB-sponsored events. Students, if you're studying over-the-air broadcasting, apply for the NHAB Student Broadcaster Scholarship and learn about available internships at local stations. It's easy to navigate, full of useful resources, and it's only a click away. NHAB.org, the online source of Granite State Broadcasting. Scores, standings, trades, and breaking news. This is your ESPN New Hampshire update. The Patriots are going to their NFL record ninth Super Bowl in franchise history on the early injury report released yesterday. Danny Amendola, Chris Hogan, Malcolm Mitchell, Martellus Bennett, and Dante Hightower are among eight Patriots players listed as questionable for next Sunday's game. For the Falcons, Julio Jones was limited in practice Friday, and Alex Mack did not participate. The Celtics beat the Orlando Magic last night, 128-98. Isaiah Thomas dropped a game-high 21. Jalen Brown chipped in 20. Jay Crowder racked up 19 points and hit 5 of 7 from behind the arc. The Green are right back at it tonight. They travel to Milwaukee to take on the Bucks. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. Serena Williams defeated her sister Venus Williams in straight sets 6-4, 6-4 at the Australian Open this morning. With the win, she claims her record-setting 23rd Grand Slam. And the Bruins are off for the NHL All-Star break. Tuka Rask and Brad Marchand, both first-time All-Stars, are in L.A. for the festivities. The skills competition is tonight at 7. The three-on-three games will begin tomorrow at 3.30. This SportsCenter update is brought to you by North End Subaru. Find your newer used vehicle at NorthEndSubaru.com. I'm David Pollard. Don't go anywhere. The Sports Blast continues live from the ESPN New Hampshire studio in Nashua right now. The Sports Blast. Ryan flushed out, flips it, touchdown Atlanta, Sanu. Welcome to Atlanta where the players play. Julio Jones with a catch, still going, still inbounds, touchdown Atlanta. And that's it, the Atlanta Falcons, NFC champions, on to Super Bowl 51. Oh, a little Jermaine Dupree. Yeah. Like it. Jermaine Dupree and Ludacris. Luda. Luda Georgia. Disturb the peace. Georgia. <laughs> Word of mouth. Hey, Atlanta, I, no, no lack of good music, music coming out of Georgia. Music. Right? Oh, yeah, of music. course. Hey, you know what? It's, <laughs> I was going to say music coming out of Georgia, right? You don't have to jump <laughs> down my throat for every little misstep I take with my mouth, okay? It's scientific. Scientific. My lips are moving faster Pseudo- than my brain right now. Pseudo-scientific. That happens a lot. Yeah. No, that was what a fun segment. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that, hey, let me just say, that was a fun segment that we that just was. did. But it was I, interesting, I right? It was, yeah. I mean, I kind of can't believe that I think it's going to be a blowout deep down, even though I really think it's going to come down to a field goal. No, you don't. Dave, wh- Apparently. What made you Dave, do that? I just wanted to point out how ridiculous predictions are because Redo if you the dig math a little with deeper, Kickers is two for me and see what happens. It, will, it, will, it it's really not won't make much a of a difference, Ryan. It really won't, Brian. Right. Don't, do, don't you do it as two. Away. I, I had you know the right prediction and the the, the field goal situation. And it basically had two points per team since you rated the kickers just about the same. So anyway. it'd be thirty-two yeah. twenty-two. Yeah, yeah. A little bit higher score. So it'd be a little higher. Yeah. Yeah. But the Sounds thing is, good. like, you know, with Julio Jones, again, I just want to go back to what I was saying. I'm not saying that Edelman is on the same planet as Julio Jones. Julio Jones is a physical specimen. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL, one of the best that we've seen in a long time. But I was alluding to the depth. 
on the Patriots. I just think that simply on their offense, they have more depth than Atlanta does. Not how? Not, I don't you, know how if, that is uh, possible. If not you think that God, all the wide receivers. talent and depth. Yes, but you said all the wide receivers on Atlanta are better than the ones on New England. Doesn't so how that make is their, depth? their depth better if all their receivers are better than the ones on New England? Because they only have three guys. Outside of Mohamed Sanu, Taylor Gabriel, and Julio Jones, name a wide receiver. On the Falcons that you're worried about. Uh, Mohamed Sanu the other and guy. I, no, Did you hear the question? Did you hear Gabriel. the question? No, you weren't listening. I said outside of those three. Uh, d- don't they have Harry Douglas? Oh, my uh, Justin, God. Justin Hardy. Harry Douglas. Justin Hardy. Hardy. Who? Justin, Justin Hardy. Hardy. I worry about Justin Hardy just as much as I'd worry about Malcolm Mitchell. What about Austin were, Hooper, their tight end? Michael you worry Floyd. about Austin That's not Hooper? a wide receiver. Just, oh, Brian, yeah, you have to understand, understand that I'm not just talking about wide receivers. I'm talking about anyone who can catch a pass, including tight ends. Okay, well, yeah, but uh, in category, it Martellus was Martellus Bennett has end. done uh, exactly squat the past four weeks. Yep. So, but I Why are you have, so I'm much more confident in Martellus Bennett than Hooper? Because Hooper, I mean, Martellus Bennett has a history of actually being a top five tight end in the NFL. Yeah, but he's hobbled. He's, he's hobbled. hobbled right now. I know he's got chips in his ankle, whatever. But I still have more faith in him to make a big play than Austin Hooper. Who's that backup for the Patriots? The tight end, Lingle, Matt Lingle. Lingle. I think Lingle could actually have a. a you know what? That, that would be interesting. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You always have some weird Super Bowl heroes out of nowhere. Matt Lingle could be that guy. Well, I don't know. But. The reason why I say that is because Atlanta has that physicality, and it's because of Dan Quinn coming over from the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, Adam Quinn or Dan Quinn. <laughs> Do not get me confused, all right? How in the world do you have the running backs on the same caliber? Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of Atlanta's running backs are better. Devontae Freeman, you look, Tevin Coleman, I just kind of look at him as sort of like a Deion Lewis, James White type. Yeah, Yeah, but he's... Well, James White is is third on your depth chart, and... and but so see, I don't understand it. I, I just think that, look, when you take into account that the, fa- the fact that they have Deion Lewis, James White, and LeGarrette Blunt, I just think that as a whole, that running attack can go toe-to-toe. LeGarrette with- Blunt sucks. He, did you see the year he had this year? Oh, he averaged 60 yards a game? Whoop-dee-doo. See, he, I, Blunt's overrated. He had 18 yeah, yeah, touchdowns yeah. this year. Oh, because oh, it was oh, at wait, the one-yard line. Come wait, on. Wait. He had a great year. I, I, he did have a good year, but I he's will, overrated. I will say I, I like your opinions, but in New England... There's people that love LeGarrette Blount. Okay? I love LeGarrette Blount. When he's on fire. Yeah. When well, he's, he's on a, fire. Well, that's when the game's put away. Well, he's a patriot, When no too. one else is tackling Don't get him. me wrong. There yeah. is a purpose that that guy serves here, but he's not one of the best running backs in the league. No, no, no of course no. not. But okay, he well, about his offense. 18 touchdowns. That's all anyone wants to point. He led the league in touchdowns. Okay, it doesn't matter. He's not yeah, one of the best running backs Brady in the league. Brady decided not to throw it. Look, and you're also ignoring the fact that Atlanta actually has a pretty good offensive line. So that obviously yeah. helps their running backs. Alex Mack. Uh, don't they have Thomas? Uh, with, with Clay Matthews' uh, cousin. What's his name? Jake. Jake Matthews. Jake Matthews He's a really yeah. good left tackle. Well, you rated, sorry, you yeah. rated both offensive lines the same. And both running back cores the same. And both oh, I'm, not saying the pa- the same. I'm not saying the Patriots' offensive line is bad. In fact, it's been great this year. I'm just saying that Atlanta also has a good offensive line. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, like, uh, I know that Devontae Freeman, look, he had 1,000 yards rushing this year. Uh, what did uh, Blunt have? Uh, like uh, just, less than just, him. Uh, just, just over a thousand, yeah. I think. Over, just, uh, just so why are we acting like Devontae Freeman he is some superstar? De- Devontae had Blunt had one thousand one hundred and sixty-one yards and eighteen touchdowns. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then and then so a go Freeman ahead and can also catch it out of the back. If you've got he provides one one role that Patriots need two players for, because Freeman can catch it just like Lewis. Just but he could also can run the ball for over. Okay, a for the record, yards. yeah, just the few Blunt times. had more yards. Blunt had fewer carries. Actually, no, I'm sorry, he had more carries than Devontae Freeman. Way more, probably. But yeah, but he had more touchdowns and more yards. Sorry, well, my argument got screwed also up. Also, Devontae yeah. Freeman the was was injured for too. a period of time this year. Yeah. Devontae was out for a period of time. Not to mention, if you just go on the eye test, Freeman does more. Yeah. No, and he by does the way, so no, no, no. Hey, Freeman played 16 games. And guys, I think the, Kevin Coleman got. Don't forget. Yeah, Coleman got hurt, but he also okay, so catches the ball. But, but Brian is right. Yeah. Devontae Freeman is a receiver out of the backfield. He can do That's so fair. much more. A- and, he, and he's a better back than LeGarrette Blunt. Way better. Okay, yeah. Don't forget, as good, uh, good good as quarterbacks there are with Matt Ryan and Tom Brady, they utilize those backs out of the backfield in the past game more than any other quarterbacks. Maybe Aaron Rodgers, um, but... By far, they're going to be utilizing those Carolina. Yeah, it's it's not about talent; it's about impact on the game. So you can make that argument. All right, wrapping up hour number two here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire. Don't go anywhere. Zone presents peak performance, maximizing fuel economy, engine life, and overall.